If you want to be happy for the rest of your life, better to make a pretty woman your wife. So from my personal point of view, better get a pretty girl to marry you. If you want to be happy for the rest of your life, better to make a pretty woman your wife. It's my personal point of view. You got a pretty woman to marry you. That's original. Better lyrics. Better feel. Warning. The following podcast contains language which is suitable for adults and mature children only. Please listen at your own risk. Every day, hundreds of amusing stories escape the roving eyes of the general public to fester in the hidden corners of the internet. Until now. One team of unqualified friends has taken it upon themselves to expose these stories to a wider audience, to be referenced at dinner parties and uncomfortable gatherings at work. These brave explorers are the Internuts, and this is... The Internuts Podcast. Hey, hey audience. Hi. What's up? Uh, this is episode 21 of the Internet's podcast. What? Welcome to it. You can officially drink. Yeah. <laughs> this podcast is of age now. <laughs> Just like people who can drink, it's 21 months old. It's not worse than England, right? <laughs> yeah, when you're 21 months, yeah. you can drink warm beer in England. Uh, as you probably know already, or maybe you don't, my name is Chris, I'm your host, and this is a very special episode of the podcast. <laughs> Why is it very special, you ask? <laughs> Thank you for asking. Uh, I'll answer that question uh, because this is the engagement special. What? What? <laughs> Since the time we recorded the last show yeah, and the time that we're recording this show, which is in the middle of June, um, I popped the question to my longtime girlfriend, <laughs> Selma Weinstein, Yay! who is now my short-time fiancé. <laughs> He's going to find a replacement. Yeah. <laughs> I'm the standard. Just temporarily. <laughs> temporary fiance. Yep. How how on earth are you, Thelma? I'm wonderful, Christopher. How are you? I'm very good. We're engaged. <laughs> I know. We're fiancés. I know. And it's such a hard word to say. I know. It's too many syllables. It takes way too fucking yeah. long. Girlfriend, boyfriend, easy. Yeah. Easy peasy. My fiance. baby daddy. Yeah, baby daddy. <laughs> Baby dad. My jump, That's even more. My jump off. My hood rat. <laughs> you always been my hood rat. You're always my hood rat. Thelma, <laughs> we got engaged. We did. Uh, about three weeks ago now. Yeah. Three weeks in the day. Yep. So let's just sort of recap what went down. Okay. Well, I... <laughs> I'm trying to think. I'm sorry. <laughs> Thank God you can edit this. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to. Oh, please do. <laughs> I uh, I had a very hellacious day at work, mm-hmm. and it was the day before my birthday. You and I had decided that we would take off my birthday and the day after, because... Actually, I decided that. Correct. Hindsight being 2020, um, you had contacted my boss, who's mm-hmm. a family friend as well, and had conferred with her and advised that you were going to pop the question and wanted to make sure that we were off for those two days. And I, being who I am, was uh, looking at my time for the year. Ruined the surprise. And I was like, why the fuck am I off for Thursday and Friday? That's really weird. So I'm like, who made a mistake with the schedule? And so I'm like, hey, Chris, listen to what happened at work. And you're like, oh, well, maybe we should take off. I'm yeah. like, yeah, that's a good idea. Maybe that's a fantastic idea. Yeah, I'm like, and yeah, we okay. Definitely take off those two days. <laughs> and I'm like, all right. 
So then we fast forward to the day before my birthday, and it was really crazy at work. And the whole week, the girls are like, margaritas, margaritas, we have to go out for drinks. Like, what the fuck is wrong with everybody? Well, like, there's way too much shit to do. And then around 4 o'clock that afternoon, she pops her head in and says, we're not going out for drinks. I have something to do. And I'm like, all right, whatever. <laughs> so... <laughs> I forgot about that. I did too. For the listeners, um, when we got engaged, we had a little engagement party with our families, and my parents got us a um, engraved wood clock that is sitting on our credenza. Yes. And every hour on the hour, it plays. I don't know what song this is. I think it's. I think it's Sugar Plum Fairies. Sure. But uh, we forgot to take it out of the dining room where we're recording this show. We sure and did. I'm going to move it into the living room now. <laughs> so, Thelma, if you want to continue the story, I'll be I back would. in two seconds. I would. So, Colleen, who was pestering me to go out for drinks, was also pestering for me to eat lunch that day. And I was so busy, I hadn't eaten a thing. And she was insisting by shoving a salad literally into my face that she had ordered. And then she accidentally got salad dressing on my shirt. So it was a big old oil stain. Salad dressing. <laughs> and I didn't even eat the salad. So the time comes and I leave work and I come home and there is a note on the door with a gift bag and it says that I was going to be going on a little scavenger hunt within our apartment. And Christopher had scattered various gifts around the apartment and <laughs> was in the apartment, dressed very nicely. And um, a lot of the gifts got around the apartments were various types of tacky light up rings that you get from Party City. Mm-hmm. And eventually it led to the bedroom where he popped the question. It was very romantic. Yeah. I did it. I feel kind of weird like saying all this stuff. I know. Like, I don't know how many listeners, but I'm assuming more than two. More than two, less than a million. <laughs> Somewhere in that range. It's very accurate. But yeah, that's that's the backstory. And then we had a party with our families yep. on that Friday. And then we had another party with our with uh, my my set of friends that yep. Saturday. Yep. And then ever since, we have been planning this motherfucking wedding. <laughs> like there's no tomorrow. Like immediately. Yeah. And that's, that's something that we were talking about before we started recording. But I was naive in the fact that I thought um, I put all the planning into the engagement, actually right. doing the deed. Which was fantastic. You yeah, did an amazing but I, job. Then I thought, like, oh, I'm done now. Yeah. <laughs> My part of this is done for a while. Surprise. Yeah, we dove into that shit. And I'll be honest with you, for a lot of guys, that is, they are done. Really? Yes. Like, a lot of guys are like, okay, now it's your turn. I'm going to pass it down to you. Do what you will. Mm. But I feel like you and I, we have a very even relationship, a very balanced relationship. Yeah. So yeah. I feel like we both have equal say in what we do. So yeah. naturally, I and think you're a lot more involved. The way I look at it is in the first two weeks of the engagement, either both of us could have had like little mini nervous breakdowns. Yeah. Or one of us could have had a massive nervous breakdown. Right, exactly. So like it's better to just... Oh yeah, just share the wealth. Yes. Share the, the nerves. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, it's a day after we were engaged, then it was like, oh, we have to find a venue. Right. Because they're all booking up around Philadelphia, which is where we live, years in advance. Yes. And we're shooting for 2014. It's like, oh, that's going to be plenty of time. And it is nope. not plenty of nope, time. Nope, it is not. There's already fucking people taking our shit. Mm-hmm. And I, for the listeners who don't know this, I work in the wedding industry. And even with that being said, when you start actually looking at potential places to have a wedding, it's sticker shock. Mm-hmm. 
It's like looking at the MSRP of a fucking Mercedes. Yeah. <laughs> You're like, nobody would ever pay that in their right mind. Except it's a Mercedes you can only drive for one day. Yeah. And then people take it away from you. Yeah. <laughs> like, you're done with this now. Immediately. <laughs> but luckily, we nailed down a venue. Yeah, we did. Just this last week. And a date. Mm-hmm. No. I can tell all those weirdos. No, no. Where but... or when we're going to get married. But it's going to happen. It's going to happen. It's it's you, what was the what was the average that you said? The average wedding is twenty eight and a half thousand dollars, and that's for ceremony and reception. Ceremony, reception, everything related to a wedding. That yeah. one day alone, Jesus, averages out to twenty eight thousand mm-hmm. dollars. Knock on wood. Mm-hmm. So far, I think we're doing very well, budget wise. Yes, budget consciously. So far, yes. I'm, there's going to be so many things that are just going to crop up. Oh yeah. Like, oh, you wanted the napkin rings? That's five hundred dollars. <laughs> God damn it! I don't give a fuck about napkin rings. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> paper towel. Exactly. It's paper towel. <laughs> uh, before we get too far along in this, um, I do want to mention that some of the previous guests from this podcast have called in with advice <laughs> on uh, marriage and wedding planning in particular. And we're going to be scattering those throughout the show for your listening pleasure. So if anybody out there is in the same boat that we are and is engaged, are engaged? Yeah, sure. Are is engaged. (laughs) Then maybe this will be some good advice. So we're going to be listening to that. And then also we have some music on this episode, as we always do. Uh, This month it's by a band called The New Master Sounds, one of my favorite bands, Mm -hmm. uh, from the album Out on the Fault Line. Uh, and you can find that on iTunes, Amazon, wherever you get music from. Uh, and I also wanted to mention to our Philly listeners that they are going to be playing at the Blockly in Philadelphia, obviously, on August 15th. So make sure to check that out. Get some tickets. Check it out. Yeah. Um, what else do we want to say about wedding planning? Elope. <laughs> <laughs> we had a night. We did have a night. It we, was a wonderful night. Early on. Yep. Because we've been engaged for, I think, a week when we went to Rock go see Lane. our first venue. Yep. And I won't mention the name of the place, no. but we went We went to it, and it was very nice, mm-hmm. and we met with a very nice guy. But we got a tour of the place, looked at all the grounds and stuff. It was very nice. Mm-hmm. We want to do an outdoor wedding, or an outdoor ceremony. Right. So the outdoor space at this place was beautiful. Yeah. Out in nature, and there was like a waterfall and all this kind of stuff. <laughs> and uh, in case of inclement weather, they had an indoor venue, which was a chapel. Mm. And the chapel looked like... Looked like more like used to be a funeral home. Yeah, it looked rough. <laughs> there weren't any windows. No, it, it looked like a funeral home. Yeah, it, like it, it was smelled a funeral like home. a funeral home. <laughs> like it had like the whole grieving room, and it's like, oh, this is where you and your bridesmaids get ready. And so, I'm like, no. can't wait That's for that. That's where widows go. <laughs> this is where widows are. This is where dreams die. There be widows. <laughs> Start your marriage where hundreds of women have ended theirs. <laughs> It was it was not good. So that was our first experience. And then we got back that night and we were looking at the prices and trying to figure out the budget still with our families. Right. And we're like, do you know what we should do? Um, go to Justice of the Peace. Yep. Fuck this shit. Yep. <laughs> just get married. Yep. Um, quick and easy. Yep. And then just like have a party and mm-hmm. have dinner with our families and stuff. And like we were serious about it. Yeah. Dead serious about it. But I think what, and this, this will be advice even being engaged for three weeks, we've learned this, mm-hmm. is that whatever decision you make, if it's a very drastic decision, <laughs> you should have a week Mole to think time. about. Yeah. Yeah. So we, we said it that night and we're like, yeah, this is a good idea. Yeah. We are not going to. Nope. We are <laughs> not going to have nervous breakdowns yeah. for one day. <laughs> and then like two days later, we're like, 
rather than we're just looking at other venues yeah. and stuff. Like, we forgot about it entirely. <laughs> but just knowing that we had some kind of parachute plan yeah. helped a lot oh, in, yeah. in the planning process. Yeah. Hi, guys. This is Frequent Podcast featured guest Jim Conrad. I'm here with my wife, the beautiful and talented Susie Conrad. Hi. And we're calling to give you a little bit of advice because we heard about your engagement. Um, I'll turn it over to Susie at this point because I don't really know much about planning weddings. I just kind of skated through my planning. So what do you have, Susie? My best advice is to, uh, when planning, be reception at the big party. We took our church more serious, but then as far as planning the reception centerpieces and book a good DJ or band, but all the details, it's just the party. It doesn't matter, you know, people put too much stock into the reception, and a lot of people had fun at ours. Don't do it. Don't get married. It's a trap. I'm sorry. You were saying? Okay. <laughs> I'm sure you guys will do wonderfully, but seriously, don't do it. It's a shot. Congratulations. Congratulations. Here's an interesting statistic. Pinterest, mm -hmm. which Chris has dubbed the girl porn. It is girl porn. <laughs> website, which it totally is. I will totally admit that. I like Pinterest. <laughs> um, they say something staggering like 46% of registered Pinterest users mm -hmm. that are women, which mm -hmm. most of the whole site is of women or yep. gay men, um, <laughs> are not in a relationship, but actively looking and the pinning things stuff? related to weddings. Isn't that sad? A little bit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Just it's, on an iPad with yeah, a cat yeah. a glass of red wine. Yeah. Ben and Jerry's ice cream oh, on the table. Boy. Yeah. Hog and Dennis. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> We'll agree to disagree on that. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, you've been on that tip for a while mm -hmm. with the Pinterest. But like, we, we were in a committed relationship for... Yeah, we knew what was... A while. Like, we knew it was going to be marriage eventually. We right. just didn't know the exact time frame. Exactly. So like, I didn't think it was creepy <laughs> yeah. or, or terrifying yeah. <laughs> when you would look at wedding stuff on Pinterest. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> but like, I can imagine if, not us necessarily, but like if I was dating a girl and after a month, oh, yeah. you see that they're like deep into some wedding shit. It's oh, like, yeah. Oh, I gotta, oh, where's the door? Oh, yeah. That's terrifying. And that happens. Yeah. All the time. <laughs> you know, in my field, mm -hmm. you know, I won't go too into what we do, but you know, we schedule appointments for brides to be and every once in a while we'll get a bride to be on the phone that is not a bride at all they want to buy a dress but they'll tell you like well i don't have a boyfriend oh god and you know oh, i'm god. yeah I'm like i'm hoping that i'll get one but what's your return policy Ugh. in case like you know the dress like i end up changing my mind about it a few years down the road oh yeah a few years down the road yeah because they don't have a boyfriend oh my god yeah well, the return policy does not last a couple years <laughs> no Oh, God. Yeah. <laughs> so they, they get a wedding dress uh -huh. for themselves and just, like, wear it around the house? Yeah. I'm assuming. Inversely. And, like, here comes the bride? Yeah, inversely, like, we've had instances where, like, a man will pick up the phone mm -hmm. and he'll be like, what's this about? Oh, I ain't marrying that hoe. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah. Oh, boy. Be like, bitch be tripping. <laughs> <laughs> and, like, like, click. And we're like, okay. Yeah, that hoe doesn't work. <laughs> 
what else are we forgetting? What else do we have to do? What else have we done? We have to do everything. All we've done is book a venue. <laughs> There's like a ton of other. That's shit a big part do. of it, though. I feel it very is. accomplished that's doing that biggest, in less than a month. <laughs> that's the yeah. most important part. Yeah, we have somewhere where it's going to happen. Right. So if everything else falls through, still have a place. it's still going to happen. Yeah. Which is nice. Yeah. Exactly. But, um, yeah, there's tons of stuff. I mean, you got to go to a florist and all that. And I know neither one of us is, like, gung-ho about having, like, just, like, a table that has exploded in flowers, which I think is going to be really cost-effective for us. Yeah, we don't need that many <laughs> No, no. Lord, no. <laughs> We've been watching a lot of wedding shows on TV. Yeah, and it's Netflix. hilarious because <laughs> they're all so terrible. Yeah, they're rough. <laughs> yeah. What's the name of that show? Oh, it was David Totero's Weddings wedding, or some shit like wedding that. Wedding Explosions. Yeah. <laughs> wedding Shit Fest. <laughs> yeah. Man, disproving the, the stereotype about gay men having good taste. Oh, yes. Good Lord. In every sense of the word. Yeah, that's rough stuff. Oh, yeah. Because we, we watched a marathon of them the other night. Cause we yeah. were just, like, too tired to do anything else. So I think it's still before we booked the place. Yep. And we're just like, okay, we should look at some wedding shit. Oh, just having a background. <laughs> yeah. If it's cool, we'll look at it. And he always starts out good, and everything's looking good. Right. And then when you see the finished project, it's like the Wizard of Oz. Oh, yeah. Like everything's Technicolor and 40 feet high. Yeah. And, like, and it's midgets. just, it's yeah. fucking weird. And it's funny to watch, like, the couples on the show, because, like, you know the ones that are going to get divorced mm-hmm. before they finish paying off all the wedding expenses. <laughs> so that's kind of cool. We've talked a lot about the honeymoon. Yes, we have. That's we true. We haven't done anything booking-wise with that yet. No. We've been talking about that since months and months and months before we got engaged. Right. Just because, like, that's what I'm looking forward to the most. Oh, absolutely. I'm looking forward to the ceremony. Yeah. We actually get married. Mm-hmm. I, I think the reception is just going to be a blur. Oh, without a doubt. We're not going to remember a thing. No. And then we're going to go on a honeymoon. Yeah. So I'm stoked about the honeymoon. Yeah. And, I mean, we're not having a huge wedding in any sense of the word. Mm-hmm. Like, our highest estimate of guests is, like, 130. Mm-hmm. So, relatively speaking, that's rather low. Um, I couldn't possibly fathom doing a wedding for 200 to 250 guests. No. Jesus Christ. You wouldn't even have time to eat your food. You'd have to talk to everybody. Yeah. I'm, I'm determined to eat my dinner at our wedding. Oh, yeah. Well, they serve you first. Yeah. But still, like, so many people will have, like, two bites and they have to run around and they have to kiss each other 45 times yeah. while they're eating. Yeah. <laughs> we should not give anyone, um, glasses or sports. Yeah. Well... <laughs> While we're eating. And then they hand them out. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Watch us eat, (laughs) goddammit. All right, Thelma. Uh, Before we keep on going here, let's listen to a song by the new Master Sounds. Let's. Uh, It's from their album, Out on the Fault Line, and the song is called You Mess Me Up. You Mess Me Up. You Mess Me Up. (laughs) Cool. (laughs) Enjoy.
<laughs> and on that note, I think it's about time that we do Craigslist person. All right. Do 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 Craigslist you want to meet somebody's junk. So what I did this month was normally I'll just sort of go through the Philadelphia area Craigslist personal section. Yep. Find anything that looks funny, click on it. Usually there's just a dick pic, and I'm like, yeah. okay, awesome, and then I go to the next thing. This month, Can we I... talk about dick pics for a second? Of course we can. Please, <laughs> please elaborate. I am a female, and mm-hmm. I am heterosexual. And right. obviously, I love the male species. But right with here. that being said, right here. I think I'm not alone in saying that the female form is much prettier to look at oh, goddamn right. than the male form. Mm-hmm. Especially when it comes to looking at testicles. <laughs> <laughs> just like, <laughs> yeah, the whole situation down there, is yeah, bad. yeah, you know what I mean. Like, good, good on you girls for putting up with that. <laughs> but guys, don't just like if you're trying to hook up with a girl, like even if you like you're not serious about it, don't just send her like a random dick pic because that doesn't excite her. It's in yeah, any way. it's not even like I'm amazed with people that aren't in a relationship at all. Like after a couple months or whatever, and then you're like, hey, take a look at this. Take, take a look, look at my, my dick. <laughs> But the guys, they just, like, get a number at a bar. And yeah. Like, Do you know what she would like to see at her lunch break today? My dick. Uh, my dick. <laughs> hey, Becky, take a look down at this dick. So, like, are you just staring at your dick the whole time? Like, if you're just sending random pictures of your dick to people that you don't really know that well. I guess. Do you like your dick that much? Apparently. <laughs> I think you're gay, then. <laughs> if you like dicks that much. Because, like, as again, as a heterosexual man. Yeah. I don't, I don't want to look at my dick. Right, yeah. I mean, and don't get me wrong, like... It's, it's, it's like on Seinfeld. It's utilitarian. Right, It exactly. serves a purpose. And I mean, like, any sexual organ, like, it serves a fucking purpose. I'm not saying, like, oh, I'm going to send a picture of my fucking vulva. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> nobody wants to see that either. Well, what the fuck? Honestly, like, when I was a young a young lad... Yes. <laughs> and I looked at my first couple pictures of, of a naked lady. Yeah. I was like, oh, boobies. I'm all about this. Right, yeah. And then it was probably a Playboy that they, there was a, they had a barber shop or something. I was like, oh, look at these tits. That's great. I, I was like, <laughs> chicks. And then at some point in your adolescence, you find a hustler. Or oh, yeah. Or a penthouse or it's something just like that. Like... And then, especially <laughs> back in like 89 or yeah. like 92 or whenever the fuck I would have stumbled yeah. across this. Yeah. But it's like just a hairy, disgusting, like that's rough stuff. Oh, yeah. Like that. It took me a while to fully appreciate the, the beauty of the female. <laughs> and I totally get half. that. I mm-hmm. totally get that. There could be some very interesting grooming situations oh, going yeah. on down there. <laughs> Versely for men as yeah, well. It goes both but, ways. But yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Generally the lower half of the body. I think That's we're all great. just sort of squinting and, and getting by. Yeah. For men, it's like from the hips to the knees. Mm-hmm. <laughs> There's this weird section in between that yeah. it's like, well, this isn't that. No. Awesome to that look at. Yeah. yeah. I hear you. I hear you. Women, I feel like you go a little higher on the thigh. You know what I mean? Yeah. And honestly, like, women... Hips are pretty sometimes. Yeah. You know? If you if you exclude various hair situations, <laughs> there's nothing to get in the way of, like, right. the nice curves and just the general appeal of the female form. Right, right. There's just, like, there's nothing there, really. Right. But with men, there's just shit hanging it's out. It's just, it's dangling. angles and yeah. like, yeah. <laughs> it's just very, you know, it's, it's masculine. And so it's yeah. very like sharp angles and, you know, very lanky. 
Yeah. In some sections, it's just like, eh. yeah. You got nice legs, though. What's hey, up? what's up? I do have nice legs. <laughs> you do. <laughs> I have muscular legs. <laughs> so, on that note, sorry, I took a little sidetrack there. No, that, I appreciate that. <laughs> the fuck was I talking about? Um, yeah, crisis personal. <laughs> this time, mm-hmm. instead of just sort of looking through everything and trying to find something funny related to nothing, yeah. I actually searched for the word wedding. Oh. And what oh. came back wasn't necessarily related to a wedding. I would imagine. But it's what came back. All right. So that's what we're going to be choosing for okay. this evening. All right. Uh, the first one. Marry my dick hole. What? <laughs> Is that Marry what my dick hole? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Thelma thinks it's marry my dick hole. That's the first one. Um, the first Craigslist personal. I'm excited about this. Is a man looking for a woman. Oh, this is going to be sad. Nope. Okay. <laughs> well, yeah, they're all sad. Well, in yeah, their own way. Technically, yeah. Uh, from Montco Chester, which oh. is, again, Philadelphia suburbs, mm-hmm. kind of. Chester. 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 <laughs> Chester's becoming a recurring theme on the show. Yeah. Where we say, Chester. Chester. Uh, the title is Photography for Intimacy. Oh, really? Mm. Mm. <laughs> Looking for females between 21 and 30, looking to expand their portfolios. Looking to do lingerie, partial nudity, and or sexual type photo shoot. Contracts will be signed to show that nothing will happen unprofessionally with the photos and no one other than you will have the rights to the photos. Have photos done of yourself, you and your partner, in casual and or sexual type situations. Pricing very reasonable. (laughs) If interested, please respond to the above email with name, age, location, and face pic. Which is oh uh, yeah, that's so questionable. Uh, looking to do shoot within the next couple of weeks. Been shooting weddings, families, and children, but looking to expand portfolio as well. <laughs> Hope to hear from you soon. Well, that's a left turn. Yeah. <laughs> well, and that's it. Obviously, it's concerning. Yeah. You know, because it's Craigslist, so of course yeah. there's gonna be red the, flags. Yeah, red flags from the place. jump. Everything yeah. on Craigslist has a red flag. Right, but what really like clenches this one is the fact that he's like, "Oh, you're gonna own the rights to these photos, and nothing's gonna happen." Yeah, them. that actually seems above board. Right, but signing the contract. Send me and all that. a face pic. Gross. Yeah, and also, and it was in the first line, looking for females between 21 and 30. Right. If you're 31, get, <laughs> get your, your old, old fucking ass, wrinkly ass out of my out of my camera basement sex dungeon. <laughs> So this this is very specific to this dude. Like this is chicks that he's interested in. It's oh, he's not... totally just going to use them. He's going to take their originals and just beat off to them later. That's yeah. Why the fuck he's doing this? And this contract is going to be on toilet paper. Like that's going to be yeah. on the internet within one minute of yeah. you taking these boudoirs. Yeah. Shots. Or he's just going to like paste another head on top of it. Yeah. <laughs> and call it a fucking day. Yeah. Helen you know? Mirren. <laughs> Naturally. <laughs> now you got the hats for it. <laughs> but yeah. Um. Yeah, not good. No. <laughs> not good. If he was just trying to make money, like if this was he, his, if, if this was his business, some people want to get boudoir shots and shit. Right. I don't know why you would want to have physical copies of those anywhere in your house. Right. Where like your your niece can come and find them. <laughs> but some people are down with that. What the fuck? <laughs> God damn it! We had a nice uh, gift bag from some of Thelma's co-workers, um, including um, some drinks and, like, a funny veil and, like, bridal handkerchiefs and all kinds of stuff. It was very nice of them. And booze. And booze, of course, which is what we're drinking tonight. But our asshole fucking cat yep. uh, just knocked a whole pack of tequila one-shooters 
off of our uh, kitchen <laughs> island under the floor mid-podcast because he's the worst. What were we talking about? All right, we were talking about boudoir shots. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, if you wanted to actually make money mm-hmm. doing that, you don't put stipulations on it. Right. Like, you have to be a girl within right. these nine years of age. And you have and to send, send me a me face a shot. face picture and a dick pic. <laughs> send your dick hole pics. Send your dick hole pics. Please, My way. thank you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it, like, yeah. It's, it's obviously not for business. It's obviously just yeah, for it's this for guy. It's for pleasure. Yeah, mm-hmm. getting yeah. down with it. Oh, yeah. Also, the last line in this thing, been shooting weddings, families, and children yeah. looking to expand their portfolio. <laughs> I'm going to give him the benefit of the doubt and say shooting means photography. Right. And not just that he's shooting families. Well. But it's Craigslist, so, you know, it can go either way. Yeah, it really could. Yeah, he's a creeper. Don't go to him. No. All right, is that the final verdict? Just I don't know. Like, I hope to God that somebody, like, hires this guy for a wedding. Mm-hmm. And then he's just taking, like, tit pics of, like, all the female guests. Yeah. Upskirts would be really hard at a wedding. Yeah. Like, you'd have to get crane shot in there. <laughs> Some dollies and stuff. <laughs> Spielberg shots. Because <laughs> there's a lot of ruffles and bullshit on those things. Yeah. I'm an artist. This is art. Mm-hmm. Let me get an upskirt shot. Yeah. Get on this ladder. We're going to do some <laughs> Dutch angles. <laughs> Bride. <laughs> Hurdle, Ken Swanson here. I've got a ton of wedding planning um, golden nuggets to leave you, so I'm going to try to talk fast so I can get everything into a voice now. First of all, first of all, congratulations. Mazel tov and congratulations. I had no idea when I heard it from Dougie, it was fantastic news. Absolutely. I'm so happy for you. All right. Here's things to know. Um, I assume you have very few opinions about the wedding. If you have more than a few, drop them immediately. Michelle's contribution, she texted me a very simple sentence. If you have an opinion and you're a guy, you're probably wrong. I wanted a DJ and not an October wedding. And I got a big-ass band and an October 16th wedding. And it was the best wedding of all time. So go to school. Um, the wedding is run by the bride and her mom, or the bride and her friend, or the bride and her sister. Pretty much no other option. Um, top three things, stay out of the way, agree, and be available. If you want to go, you know, she's going to go check out the flowers, she probably won't want you to be even around. But if she needs you to taste the cake, or she wants you to check out the venue, or, you know, she needs you to make sure that there are shoes that are going to match the whatever, and you say, oh, shit, I'm fucking, you know, I was doing the roller derby. Um, <laughs> I don't know my roller derby. Maybe you're doing, a, a, you know, do go-karts or something, and you fucked up. Guest list. You got to make cuts. You have to make cuts. Don't feel terrible like a horrible person if you make cuts. Um, unless it will be a forever dramatic thing and it's going to ruin relationships 10 years down the road. Oh, I can't believe it. I remember when you had a wedding. No, nope, I wasn't there. Then they're, they're on the shop line. Um, or if you got invited to their wedding and maybe, you know, you couldn't go, but you did go, you didn't want to go, but you were invited and they don't want to come to yours, but you need to put out the invite just to be official. That type of shit goes down. Table setting. Great Uncle Tommy is going to have to sit next to Bertram from middle school. It just has to happen. You're not going to be able to cut it perfectly. You're going to have to squish people from all walks of life together, even if they slept together. Serves them right. They, they get their comeuppance. Pick a best man that won't be a lazy douche and can give a speech that's not a wreck. You'll learn down the road, even if it's all, oh, this is my best friend, or this is not many years we were together and it's supposed to prove that you were a better friend than anybody else. Nobody cares about that. You won't remember it down the line, but it will help you be the very important yet fairly small part of this fantastic best day of your life. Straight from Ken Swanson to you.
Uh, okay, on to the next. Mm-hmm. Actually, I'm going to refill my drink. That's a good idea. So take a break. Do you want to refill yours? Top you off? No, I'm good, thank you. Are you sure? Yeah, I don't want to get heartburn. Okay. <laughs> Say something to our audience. Well, okay, well, here's a little ditty for you. I uh, fielded a question from a customer who was a male and had advised he wanted to <clears throat> pretend to be a bride for Halloween. He wanted to dress up as a bride. And uh, he wanted to know if he could go to a store and try on dresses. And he had informed us that he had the undergarments already ready for the dress itself. And red flag. Right. And mind you, it's May. (laughs) (laughs) Not Halloween time. And Halloween is in October. So, and don't get me wrong, I get it. Like, some people aren't comfortable with saying, like, hey, I'm a transvestite. I want to get married. Can I come to your store? Mm-hmm. I get that. You have to think that um, when you're providing that kind of information, people are going to be able to connect the dots. Yeah. And that links back to Craigslist. It's like, yeah. you know, it's so transparent. Yeah. This guy, I guarantee, was sitting at his laptop. Oh, yeah. Staring at it for like two hours trying, trying to, craft to figure the out. Perfect Craigslist ad. <laughs> and he's it like, would make him look like it. a creeper. Yeah. He's like, I totally got it. <laughs> and puts it out there. It's like, we look at it for two seconds. It's like, you're, this a creeper. Way you're gonna jack off on these pictures. <laughs> all over. All over them. It's gonna be disgusting. <laughs> yep. We know we know about you. Yeah. So, you know, it's better to be honest, people. You know, yeah. don't beat around the like, bush. With, with the dude you were talking about, mm-hmm. we were talking about Party City before. Yeah. I guarantee they have like a bride costume. Oh, yeah. You want to have like a fun Halloween party. Oh, You're yeah. not going to spend Thousands two grand of dollars, on yeah. a bridal gown <laughs> for a Halloween party. Exactly. Unless you're like Oprah. Yeah. Unless true. you're the Oprah of transvestites. <laughs> Which is to say, Oprah. Oh. Oh, Burn on you, say, Oprah. I thought you were going to say Gail. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, moving on to the next one. And it's actually right in league with what we were just talking about. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's a man looking for a woman, 42 years old, from Keyport. Um, wedding gown fantasy. Ooh. Yeah. Scandalous. Hello. <laughs> looking for a sexy female to dress up in an all-white wedding gown and some high heel white pumps for me, with her makeup all done, and make love to me all night with her groom... No, with her gown and heels still on. <laughs> her groom still with her. <laughs> <laughs> with her groom and gown and heels still on. Please, serious only replies with wedding gown and subject line to exclude spammers. I'm five foot nine, fit black male, clean, <laughs> shaved, very good looking, drug and disease free. Well, at least he's honest. Yeah. Th- this I admire more than the first right. dude who's yeah. being all shady about it. Yeah, this guy's exactly. just like, I want to fuck anybody in a wedding gown. But I feel like the fantasy is going to be way cooler for him than, like, actually doing it. Yeah. Because and most he wants wedding to, gowns... he wants them to keep it on. Right. It's not like, oh, take it off and then we'll just have sex. Do you know how heavy those wedding gowns are? It's, some up. of them can go from 10 to 15 pounds. That's crazy. Sometimes 20. So, with that being said, there, it's going to be limits limits on uh, what all you're doing. Yeah. In that gown. There's a lot of bustling. Yeah, you just, it's going to be awkward. It's going to be like fucking in a car, where you're like, oh, I want to fuck in a car. It sounds like a good idea. Right. Or and like then you're like, fucking in the ocean or right. a pool yeah. or in a tub. And then you're like, <laughs> and then you try it, and it's like, well, this no. Is terrible. <laughs> That's one that was propagated a ton through, you know, romance movies and stuff, but mm-hmm. fucking on the beach. There's so much sand. I've never done it, but I've laid on the beach, and I don't even like that. No. <laughs> 
Sam Sam is fucking uncomfortable. And if I was balls out naked, it would be the worst thing. You'd be picking that shit out for weeks. Mm -hmm. Yeah. No, I agree. (laughs) Okay, so this guy... He's, you know, he has a fantasy. Good for him. Mm -hmm. Um, I think he's going to be disappointed. (laughs) Yeah. I always wonder with fantasies, like, why, like, people have those fantasies. Yeah, why it triggered. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Like, what happened when you were young that, like, it imprinted on you? Like, to the point where you're, like, obsessing about this one thing. Mm -hmm. You know, because people have some weird fucking fantasies. Well, he was the ring bearer at a wedding when he was seven. (laughs) Then he got fucked by a bride. (laughs) Upskirt shot. Upskirt shot. Upskirt room. (laughs) See, when you're seven, you have at least a... A right. small chance of getting an upskirt shot. Yeah, you do. Because <laughs> you can just fit right under that bad boy. Nobody's going to see you. Yeah, like, this is... It's not that bad. I give him credit. You know, yeah, good for him. Yeah, he's straight up about it. I yeah, like that. that's cool. You know, do your thing, man. I hope it works out for you. Wear a condom. So we're we're more or less on board with this guy. He's got a weird thing with wedding gowns, but... Yeah, whatever. At least he's honest about it. Right. What do we think about people that would respond to this? <laughs> because, first up, you have to have a wedding dress. Well, did he preface it? What type of woman he's looking for? Did he even state woman? Did he sexy, say woman? sexy female. Okay. He did say that in the but first one. But sexy line. is loose terminology. Yeah. Everybody thinks they're sexy. Yeah. For this guy, I think it's very broad spectrum. Like, if you have a wedding gown and are willing to do this, <laughs> you are sexy now. <laughs> but, like, who, who would answer this and also has a ready-to-go wedding dress at their disposal. You know, I should have gotten some of the numbers to those people we talked to at work. <laughs> Just called them up? And you're like, listen, I got a match We can you. hook you the fuck up. <laughs> Get ready. There's a whole no hog dust tonight. fetish section for this. <laughs> Get off that Pinterest and get in your car. <laughs> Get out of my Pinterest. Get in my car. <laughs> like, just thinking this out, like, say... Like, somebody responds, you're like, yeah, we're going to do this. Mm-hmm. Okay. Where are you going to do it at? It's a wedding dress. So you're going to attract attention. I figure you have to jump. bring a garment bag, right? Yeah. You can't just roll up. In a dress. I don't know if you'll fit weird. in a car. Well, I mean, there's smaller gowns, but a lot of them are poofy as shit. Sidetrack. We've only we've watched it a handful of times. Because mm-hmm. I think it was after that Myrtle Manor show that we were watching. I know exactly where you're going you know exactly with this. what I'm talking about. But for a stretch there, we would watch American Gypsy Wedding. Oh, yeah. My American Gypsy Wedding or something like yeah, that. Yeah, just white trash Americans. Yeah, just a bunch of hillbillies mm-hmm. um, that say they're gypsies, but, like, I don't think that's a real thing in America. <laughs> no, it's not at all. Like, so they all maybe your great-great-grandparents came from Europe, but, <laughs> shocker, everybody's did. We're not all gypsies. <laughs> exactly. And gypsies, by rights, like, they travel. Yeah, these people have been in fucking West Travel-hands, Virginia yeah. for a thousand years. The point of the show is that a bunch of these white trash brides mm-hmm. or, like, sweet 16 girls or whatever the fuck mm-hmm. um, order their dresses from this chick in Boston or Oh, New yeah, York or yeah, something. yeah. Yeah, Boston. But they're, like, super over-the-top dresses and they weigh, like, 130 pounds and they have light-up crystals on them. Yeah, like, we're not exaggerating lights. at all. Like, you can Google this shit and, like, you're yeah, going to be It'll be the, the front picture when you click That's on this episode. awesome. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to write it down. But, I mean, like, these things come with their own fire extinguisher because chances are the dress is going to go up in flames at one point during the night. So that's saying something. Yeah. But we were saying that that should be a business venture for the two of us. Oh, yeah. It's just to get a bunch of fucking rhinestones. And just start, like, hot gluing the shit. Yeah, 500 pounds of Tool. cloth. Yeah. 
and then sell them for like 20 grand. Per. Right. Yeah. We can totally do that. Because that's what she's doing, and she's making a fucking killing. Yeah. I can make ugly dresses. I can, too. I I've can never made a, a dress. Yeah, I, we, I can make an ugly dress the first time out. Because exactly. I don't know what I'm doing. I was just going to say, we know for sure we can make we an ugly dress. We would make the ugliest dress <laughs> that's ever been. Yeah. Guaranteed. We got this nailed down. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. The last Craigslist person. I'm excited about this. Is, again, a man looking for a woman. Everything, I'm shocked. Everything that came up when I searched for married... Or marriage, or no, wedding, that's what I should say yeah. for, was a man looking for a woman. Wow. He's 44 years old from okay. Amblin. Oh, that's close. Yeah, very close to us. All right. Uh, the title is, I Want to Get Married. Oh, is this going to be sad? Nope. Okay. Well, yes. Again, they're all sad. <laughs> I am looking to get married in June. Oh, yeah? To an attractive, sexy, and genuine woman between 35 to 43 years old. Must be a non-smoker and want to have a child. About me. I am honest, handsome, educated, a non-smoker, a hopeless romantic, and sincere. I am as comfortable in jeans and a tank top, or a very stylish business suit. I still believe in opening a car door for a woman, holding a chair at a restaurant, and sending flowers on V-Day. Vagina day. (laughs) Or or when we beat the Nazis. (laughs) Victory! Every victory in Europe day. I'm going to send you flowers. My favorite cologne is Armani Code. Is it kind of gay? Super gay. <laughs> um, I hear it. I hear it drives women crazy. Aww. Uh, Aww. Oh boy. I enjoy dining, working out, uh, cuddling, Phillies games, wine tasting, flea markets, uh, traveling, and going to the movies. Mm. I just have a real void in my life. Oh. And I want to get married to a very special woman. I'm looking for this my. Is sad. I'm looking for my soulmate, and hopefully that is you. I know my posting seems over the top, but I am serious about settling down with a very special woman. Please put marriage in the subject line to weed out any spam emails. Uh, Serious replies only. I will not respond to any emails without a photo. Let's get married in June and have an amazing life together. That's just sad. That's such a bummer. I thought sad until he put a month on it. <laughs> we're in June right now. This is when yeah. the podcast is coming out. This yeah. is when we're recording it. Yeah. There are 30 days of September, April, June. There are 30 days in June. <laughs> Look at you. In which this guy will get married to someone. Does he need it's, insurance? Could, I don't know. Or like like the English is good, so I'm thinking not like a, he, he's a green card marriage. Right, yeah. yeah. Um he, I think he's gay. Which is fine. He likes flea markets a lot. Yeah, and tank tops. Working out. And he specified the type of cologne that he wears. Yeah. <laughs> Which he hears drives women crazy. Doesn't know, but he <laughs> hears it does. So I feel really bad for this guy. I'm thinking like <laughs> like his parents are like putting the pressure on him. Probably don't know that he's gay. Yeah. You know what I mean? I guess. Oh, but, like, man, that's the you... worst though. Yeah. So like maybe like when he meets, he's going to be like, listen, mm-hmm. we can get married. Open, open relationship. Yeah, open is a phone book on the table. Oh yes, I just feel bad. The, everything else about it is incredibly desperate and a yeah. bummer. Yeah, but the fact that he needs to get married in one month. <laughs> yeah, like what? And this was posted this month. Does he this have was like posted in June? He wants to get married in June. Does he have terminal cancer? Like what's going on? Like, he didn't mention this, that. What is his month restriction? Is his cell phone playing up? Like what's going on? That could be it. <laughs> probably it. Mm-hmm. Maybe his internet service is down yeah. after June. <laughs> She's like, we gotta get this done. <laughs> I'm going on Craigslist. This is my last chance. 
I don't want to go to the library to find a wife. No. It's this poor guy. He loves veterans? Yeah. <laughs> He'll give you flowers. Give flowers. Every Veterans Day. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'd like to go shopping with this guy. Yeah. Like, he has a lot of interests that, like, women have. If if the title of the post was, do you need a gay best friend in June? Be like, yes. Be a bajillion. Yes, I am planning a wedding. Responses. Let's make yeah. this happen. <laughs> There's a huge disconnect between what he's saying he wants and what's clear from the, the wording that he actually wants. Yes. Again, like, it, there, nothing about this is straight. No. Right? No. I'll go to a flea market. Mm-hmm. I like wine tastings. Mm-hmm. I don't like working out. <laughs> nope. And you certainly don't wear tank tops. Not around you, I don't. <laughs> <laughs> I wear mesh tank tops. <laughs> to, to various parades that I go to. Oh. <laughs> For Veterans Day. <laughs> For Nailed VE it. Day. Not VJ Day. <laughs> oh, that's great. Yeah, Um. he's gay. Yeah. I don't know what the he limitation is. He wants a wife is. so bad. That's a bummer. It is. And, like, especially nowadays, it seems like gay guys should not marry women. No. Like, everybody's pretty cool about it, except for the South. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, who gives a shit? Go go yeah. to uh, Vermont or... Yeah, there's a like, hundred million places you can go. and marry a dude, and it fucking have a happy, fulfilling life together. My, don't, don't marry a woman and make both your lives weird. No. My, my advice to this man is, and just like we said earlier in the podcast, before you make any big decisions... Think about it for a week. So what he should do is go to Miami, mm-hmm. go to South Beach mm-hmm. specifically, yes, for a week, and see if you still want to marry a woman. Exactly. Yeah. You may want to readjust a little, that's a good and point. that's fine. And have at it. Good advice. I feel like we actually helped this guy, right, Jerry? <laughs> Jerry, get in here, Jerry. Uh, you're, you're gay, and there's nothing wrong with that, and that's okay. It's fine. There's it, plenty of people that will accept you. It gets better. It does. It is better. Things are better. Don't marry don't marry a lady that you find on Craigslist. It's no. the worst thing to do. Don't yeah. do that. Don't put that don't put that pressure on yourself. Because you're always gonna feel like you still have a void. Because the void is you're ignoring who you are. The void is your butthole, Jerry. Yeah. Fill that shit. Fill that void. <laughs> Gross. <laughs> uh let's listen to some music right now. No. Why? You can't. <laughs> But I want to. Well, we can't. But I want to hear that new awesome group. Which one? The new Master Sounds. Excuse me? Play it now! What song should we listen to? Your mama. But what song should we listen to? It's your mama. But what song should we listen to? God damn it, that's the song. Oh, okay, I get it. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, this is called Yo Mama by the new Master Sounds. Uh, Enjoy, and we'll be back in a couple of minutes. Peace. Peace. Hey, what's on your mind? Outside looking so pretty, I want to see what you got inside. Cause you, you're just what I need. Never gonna stop on what you're doing to me I got 
being said <laughs> i think it's time for yahoo Woo-hoo! <laughs> so yahoo joins the fight against evil fighting all the bad guys and kicking their butts so yahoo yeah questions all right yahoo answers for the uninitiated is pretty much what it sounds like we go to the yahoo answers service yep we look for some questions being asked by random people mm-hmm. and then we try and answer them the best that we can yes uh again this is going to be wedding and marriage themed awesome so basically again like craigslist i put in wedding in the search bar and then this is just sort of what came back cool does my sister only like her fiance because he's really well endowed Put it this way, my sister is 24 and is a stunning model who could have, like, any guy she wanted. Like her brother. Any guy she wanted, <laughs> including me, her blood relative. <laughs> uh, her fiancé is very overweight, ugly, works at McDonald's, and treats her like rubbish. Now, these rubbish makes me think this is European. Yeah. When I've asked her why she likes him so much, she blushed and said, he's, huh, I have my reasons. <laughs> Sounding like she was going to say, he's huge. When I went to the swimming pool the other day and went in the showers, and when I looked across at him, I had to admit his penis was massive. <laughs> Probably the biggest I'd ever seen. I don't know how big it was, but it looked twice as big soft than mine is erect, and I'm four inches. Oh, jeez. <laughs> that's literally the only thing I've seen that's good about him. Although my sister won't admit it, do you think my theory is right? You have some deep-seated penis envy. Yeah. James... <laughs> And for good reasons. Yeah. (laughs) Usually that's a psychological thing and dudes, like, overanalyze it. Yeah. But from the sounds of it, James? Yeah. James. You got some big problems, James. James, you gotta work on some stuff. We're not not gonna get too far into dick length right now. No. But James, four inches... (laughs) A rack? Straight up? (laughs) That's rough stuff, James. (laughs) No wonder your sister doesn't like your dick. (laughs) And he's clearly into his sister. Oh, yeah. She's a stunning model type. Yeah. James has a couple of issues going on. James got a lot of problems. He's got a very serious crush on his blood sister. It's not even like third cousin. No. Which isn't like that big of a deal. (laughs) Like, this is my sister who came out of the same vagina that I did. And I'm down. (laughs) I like what she's bringing to the table. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah, um, I don't really know where to go with this one, other yeah, than not... say that James, I'm I'm sorry for your tiny little dick. Yeah, you have winky envy, and um, stop checking out dudes in the locker room, man. It's kind of creepy. James, what kind of pool are you at, dude? Yeah, <laughs> the fuck kind of pool? Taking sho- <laughs> full dude showers in view of everyone, <laughs> or showers at all? When do you go to a pool and take a shower after? That's a good point. It's just like, it's not, it's like in the home and there's like a picture hanging on top of the toilet and then like the eyes move. <laughs> James just like peeking in. Like in Psycho. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh. That, that sounds more realistic. James doesn't have a mom, it's just a yeah, skeleton yeah. in a chair. He's in love with his sister. Ugh. Yeah. Okay, James. Uh, all that. What advice can we 
James. James, um, I would suggest therapy. <laughs> okay, James, this is this is straight talk now. Mm. I've been to a bunch of convenience stores that have herbal remedies for your problems. <laughs> right next to the big lighters and the five hour energy are a bunch of <laughs> Japanese pills that promise to make your dick bigger. You're probably gonna get holes in your heart, but Yeah, also you're gonna die at thirty. But your, your dick is also going to stay the same size because it does nothing. Your sister is so going to like your dick. Because <laughs> she knows you're dying. <laughs> make that your make-a-wish, James. Do it in Disney World. Oh, I'm fuck my sister in Disneyland. <laughs> <laughs> on Magic Mountain. She says she could be on my Magic Mountain. <laughs> <Ooh>. <laughs> Uh, okay, yeah, you, you're in love with your sister and your dick's small. Yeah. We can't, not, we can't help you. These are some serious problems. <laughs> On to the next. Shall we? Asked by Treat123. Treat? Treat. Okay, like One, two, dog treat? Like dog treat. Okay. Something other than dancing at my wedding? For my wedding, I really don't want to do the first dance or any dances at that. I'm way too shy and there's no way I can do it. There will most likely be other older people there with maybe seven teenagers. On top, everyone is interested in different music. Some like classical, country, rap, hip-hop, and my fiancé loves dubstep. Oh. The majority that'll be there only listen to older country music, which I just can't stand. So really listening to any kind of music will just make everyone uncomfortable. The music I listen to, I'm actually the only one who will be there that likes it. LOL. What can I do other than dancing and music at my wedding reception? There will be lots of food, but after that, I don't want everyone to be bored just sitting around. Well, you can schedule, like, nap time. At any wedding, there's an option for dancing. No yeah. one has to dance. Already, no. But there's music, so you right. can listen to music. Right, exactly. So, like, there's not awkward silence in between people talking. Yeah. You know? I, I think we're both in the same exact boat that we're not dancers necessarily unless we're shit drunk. Oh, yeah. I right. like that about us. Exactly. But if you're at a wedding reception, chances are likely you're gonna that be you're shit, shit drunk. drunk. Yeah. So you dance and make a fool out of yourself. Her fiancé likes dubstep. <laughs> what kind of music does she like? Doesn't really say. It just says, um, the music I listen to, I'm actually the only one who will be there that likes it. LOL. Well, it's your wedding. Do whatever the fuck you want. But <clears throat> Yeah, you can play your shitty, shitty I can guarantee you. Music. Um, if you don't play any music, your wedding's going to end really early. So mm -hmm. you're going to end up paying for a reception that nobody is going to be at. Dude, if you go to the fucking Outback, they have music. They have music. You go to the fucking grocery store, they yeah. have music. Places play music. Right. For fun. Yeah. <laughs> what can they do other than dancing? They can play board games. That's, that's not bad, actually. Right? Yeah, I kind of like that. Yeah. Put like a couple on each table. Drinking all night and playing board games? That'd be a fun reception. Yeah. Yeah, I like that. That's like us hanging out at our apartment with our friends. Yeah, so. it, it's not <laughs> like, really like it's a not wedding. Really reception. a wedding, yeah. But, but it's an it, alternative. It'd be fun. Yeah. yeah, that's actually not bad. I yeah. think that's a good answer. All right. <laughs> hey, everybody! This is your good friend Carl Whitman here, giving you a call. Uh, first, I have to give a huge congratulations to both of you. Uh, and so I'm sure you're going to have an amazing wedding, which uh, I plan on attending. Uh, I hope I'm invited, so fingers crossed on that. Um, I think probably the best piece of advice I can give when planning for a wedding is, um, Chris, you don't plan shit 
You're not planning a goddamn thing. Now, she'll turn to you, and, and I mean this in the nicest way possible. Jen's a great, great girl, and I don't, I don't even mean this in any disrespect to my wife either, but you, you will be asked several questions and your opinions, and your opinion could be the greatest opinion on the planet. Not going to get used. Not going to happen. Not going to, sorry. So, you don't plan a damn thing. Uh, but, hey, you know what? I actually think that that's probably for the better. My wife planned everything, and it was a fantastic day. If I planned anything on our wedding day, we probably would have been brown bagging it in a parking lot somewhere, which in some cultures that is acceptable, but I feel like that. It would not have gone really well with her parents or my parents or anybody else. But there's that. Um, in terms of any other advice to give you, uh, just have fun on your wedding day. It's, it's an awesome day. It really is. Uh, and, you know, just if you have everything planned leading up to that point, uh, it, it's really going to be awesome. Uh, the only other piece of advice I can give you in terms of planning, um, don't listen to your parents. Fuck your parents. Okay? They, they, they're not going to give you any any sage advice or anything like that. They're going to want to, like, chime in there. Or maybe I'm wrong. I don't know. Maybe both your parents can be pretty awesome about this. But I've, you know, speaking from my experience, they're going to chime in. They're going to, like, try and, like, you know, like, give, like, basically just, like, I, I can't even, like, I can't, I, I'm getting upset just talking about it. They're basically going to try and have their wedding all over again where it's going to be like wedding dresses with long sleeves to the gentlemen are going to be wearing like blue tuxes and they're going to have to walk down the aisle to some fucking song from West Side Story some shit like that and you're going to be like thanks everybody for coming and well really you hate it but anyway um so don't don't let your parents talk over and out well Thelma I think we gave out some very good advice I think we did so. Both with the Craigslist personals and the Yahoo answers. We have one final thing that we have to do. Oh, I know what this is. This is the Internet's Fan Fiction Corner. Woohoo! Internet's Fan Fiction Corner! Now, it occurred to me the last time that we have like five chapters left of this fucking Are you serious? Mm -hmm. We're down to the final stretch. Bummer. I know. So we're going to parcel it out a little bit. We're only going to do one chapter this time. And we're going to do one chapter a piece until we're done with it. All right. Um, and it also doesn't help that um, I think we ended last time with chapter 39. Mm -hmm. And then chapter 40 is just chapter 39 again. Oh. It's just repeated. Word for word, verbatim. <laughs> it's just chapter 39 twice. Now, I know that we realize that Tara is, what, like a 13-year-old girl? If that. But how awesome would it be if she was just, like, a meth addict? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And, like, was like, I'm going to make millions of dollars. I would like to think that it's just a normal, full-grown adult that takes Ambien when they go to sleep. <laughs> and every night at, like, 3 in the morning, they wander out to the laptop, write a chapter, uh, <laughs> go back great. to bed. Don't well, remember it. Would it would make sense. It would. It would make a lot of sense. Yeah. This is, this is nothing but dream logic. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Again, if anybody hasn't heard the podcast before, it's a piece of fan fiction that's loosely based on Harry Potter by a girl or a sleepwalking adult named Tara Gillespie. Um, all right. Check that. Mm -hmm. Chapter 41. When I woke up, I was in a strange room. I looked around. 
I was wearing the same outfit I had when I performed with X Black X Tier X. I looked around confusedly. It was DeNorse's office, but it looked different. On the wall was a pic of Marilyn Monson. There was a gothic black Beatles calendar with a picture of the Beatles wearing eyeliner and black clothes. On it, it said 1980. OMFG, I'm back in Tim again. I screamed loudly. Suddenly, Voldemort was wearing a black leather jacket, black tight jeans, and fishnet pants. In, in addition to the jeans. He looked so sexy, I almost had an orgy. Oh my FG, Ebony, are you okay? He asked, gothically. Yeah, I'm okay for your information. I snapped sexily. OMG, am I dead? Because I remembered I had jumped in front of the bullet from James's gun. I also remembered seeing Draco doing it with Snape. I guessed that when I had slit my wrists, I had went back in Tim instead of dying. Spelled so wrong. I knew I could go forward in time if I found a time toner or the Tim machine. <laughs> no, you're not dead. Voldemort reassured suicidally as he smoked a cigarette sexily and smoke came all over his face. <laughs> Hate it when that happens. <laughs> You're a vampire, so you can't die from a bullet. Come on now, let's go see how Harry's dad is doing. I knew that the real reason I didn't die from the bullet was cause I was from the future. WTF, James almost shot Lucius. I said indigoly. <laughs> oh my god. Indigoly? <laughs> what word could that even be? It's like Indigo and Alley put together. Yeah, but that's not a real... That, Indigo that, Alley. Okay. Indigo Alley. Nailed it. <laughs> I knew that James had really been possessed, but I didn't want him to know I knew. Yeah, I know, but he had a headache. He was under a lot of stress. Voldemort reasoned evilly. I guess it's okay. I said because James hadn't really shot Lucian. Also, I knew that Lucian would now have two arms instead of one. <laughs> Well, well right. that's that's a bonus. I walked seductively outside with Vox somewhat. Suddenly, I saw a totally sexy gothic guy. He had bletched blonde hair <laughs> with black streaks up to his ears, and he was wearing gothic black eyeliner, a black Green Day shirt, black Congress shoes, and black baggy pants. Hey! <laughs> he said all quietly and gothically. Who the fuck is that? I asked angrily, because I did not know him. This is Hedwig, said Voxamort. He used to be an X-Plax X-Tier X2, but he had dropped out because he broke his arm. Hey, Hedwig! I said seductively. <laughs> it was very seductive. Right, wasn't it? Even though I was not trying to be. LOL, hi, Ebony! He answered, but then he ran away because he had hair of magical creature. <laughs> well. Bye. I said all sexily. That was Hedwig. He used to be my boyfriend, Ugh. but we broke up. Volksamoy said sadly, looking at his black nails. OMFJ, I can get you back together. I said fingering something. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know was in my pocket. A black knut. <laughs> Okay, you can forget about your class for now, Hedwig. I'm going to show you two something great. I led them to the Great Hall. Come on, guys. <laughs> Come on, guys. 
Lucian, James, Sirius, and Snake were all in the Great Hall. Lucian wouldn't talk with James because he had tried to shoot him. Go fuck yourself, you fucking douche. He shouted at him. Draco is never going to be friends with Vampire now. Yeah, go fake yourself, Senmoto. Snape agreed, but I knew he was lying, because it had been his fault James had almost shot Lucian. Be quiet, guys. I said sexily. My plan was working out great. Now I could make Voldemort (laughs) good without doing it with him. Now Vampire's dad would never die. Okay, Satan and Hegwig, you guys can start making out. I said, and I started to film them with the iPod. Cool. Said Sirius as Voldemort and Hedwig started to make out sexily. We watched as they started to take each otter's clothes off sexily. Samaro, <laughs> Sirius, Snake, and Lucian all watched because they were probably bi. Oh my fucking god, Voldemort, Voldemort! <laughs> Screamed Hedwig as his Glock touched Voldemort's. That's <laughs> <laughs> oh, fantastic. But suddenly, everything stopped as the door opened, and in came Dumbledore and Mr. Norris! <laughs> to be continued. Scandalous. Quite scandalous. I think I told uh, Ken this the last time we recorded. But I, I did peek ahead to the very last chapter of this. Yeah. And it does not resolve. Really? It just stops. Like, I'm assuming that Tara Gillespie's dad just walked in <laughs> with her, like, jamming some fingers in and, like, typing with the other hand. <laughs> oh, uh-huh. Well, that would explain all the spelling errors. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, I liked Hedwig touching his Glock yeah. to Voldemort's. Is it cock? Is that what it's she meant? It's supposed to be cock, but... He's a gangster, so... That is pretty... Ga- that's very East right? LA. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> a couple chapters ago, she introduced time travel, oh, or boy. time travel, if you will, and it's been downhill since then. Like, I don't know what the fuck has been happening. <laughs> like, she keeps going back in Tim, and then coming back in Tim, and it doesn't... Well, she's like sense. a vampire now, too, right? Yeah, they're all vampires, yeah. and they're all also Frankenstein. <laughs> Something grew an arm back, so that's Yeah, cool. that's good, I guess. Yeah, right? That's a win. Like, she's trying to be very fucking, like, Inception about it. Oh, and, yeah. Like, put in a bunch of crazy plot twists. That must have been when it came out. I guess. It's not good. No. Well, that was chapter... 41. 41 of the Internet's Fan Fiction Corner. And that brings us to the end of our show tonight, Thelma. Boo. I know. I should go on forever. But also, we haven't eaten dinner yet. That's very true. And I'm getting kind of drunk. <laughs> so I can put my Glock on you. Oh, man. <laughs> Better not Glock me tonight. Uh, first off, I want to thank my lovely, amazing, fantastic, just best ever fiance. Oh, thank you. Thelma Weinstein. Thank you for being here tonight, Thelma. Well, thank you for having me, sir. It's you're, been an absolute pleasure. You're the best fiance I've ever had. <laughs> and likewise. Thank you. Thank you're you welcome. so much. Mm-hmm. Um, I also want to thank all the people that called in, all our friends, to give us a little bit of advice. Yes, thank you. Very, very much. Thanks very much. We'll take it all to heart. Actually, we haven't listened to a good bit of it mm-hmm. <laughs> at the time of the recording, so maybe we won't take it to heart <laughs> if it's the worst thing ever. But assuming that it's nice, then we will take it to heart. And thank you for calling. 
Uh, I also want to thank the new Master Sounds for letting us use their music tonight. Uh, the music you heard is from the album Out on the Fault Line. And just a reminder to the people in and around Philadelphia, uh, they are playing at the Blockly in Philly on August 15th. Uh, so make sure to get some tickets to that and check it out. Be there or be square. Yeah. You can be square and be there. <laughs> be round. Yeah. Whatever. Hipsters. Hipsters. <laughs> uh, you can find the new Master Sounds at newmastersounds.com or uh, at newmastersounds on Twitter. So look them up on there. Uh, and Thelma. Yes. That's it. Oh, okay. She said um, goodbye. No. No? Okay. Okay? Goodbye. Oh. <laughs> Down there. Goodbye! <laughs> Dad Chris with my block. <laughs> <laughs> Mic drop. <laughs> <laughs>